Oh, wig. It's hot local singles. Welcome back. No, you should be welcome me back. <laughs> welcome back. Hi, Juan. Hi, listeners. Hi, Hi, listeners. Hot local singles. It's the show you're listening to on the radio. And it's true. Um, Juan's back. It's been a minute. What's up? Hey. <laughs> you might be shocked to hear that this lo- Hot Local Singles has been, it's not even that long. Come on. Come been on. Like three weeks or something. But it's been okay. Yeah. As you mentioned, they left due to too much work for a bit. Mm-hmm. Life was kicking my ass. Um, and I still have a lot of work, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. I feel like life actually has only gotten worse since we made, no. since we first made the decision. I've only gotten more stuff to do, but I survive. Ever since you heard another J take over your job. Yeah. <laughs> I like ran like back to the worse. studio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I saw there was a J, at first I was like, he'll replace me with someone, but it could, it could never be another J. Yeah. And then my shock when I see a James on, on my mic, I ran to the studio. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It was great. Thanks, James, for uh, filling in for me while I was busy. Yeah. So yeah, we're boiling hot. Happy summer, I guess. <laughs> it's so hot. Have you ever watched that movie, uh, Some Like It? No, not Some Like It Hot. Uh, do the right thing. Yes, I have. It's like that. Today's like that. Just like everyone. I went out because I had a meeting at work for like 30 minutes. And everyone is just like, just doing insane things that in normal circumstances you couldn't do. But because it's so hot, you can. Like, I don't know. Like, uh bringing like a bucket of ice with you everyone people were just like fanning themselves yeah. and being so messy and like sweaty and just like yeah very brooklyn very rosie perez <laughs> very <laughs> everyone is being so rosie perez i was like girl stop dancing speaking of rosie perez in that exact scene all the girlies are wearing like a spandex two-piece these days in mm. monochrome like mm-hmm. it's very monochrome, yes. tr- toronto is like very easy oh you know? toronto like, is that yeah, yeah so exhausting sure. yeah there's like no fashion to be found what is the name of those twins like the clermont twins or something perfect yes exactly yeah. <laughs> that's the look You'll get like a spandex, maybe like a ribbed spandex if you're lucky. For a little bit of texture. But it's very much just a bra and like, what, like bike shorts kind of? They're, they look like bike shorts, yeah. To accentuate. Here's the thing. Those girls work overtime at the gym for their yeah. butts. It's true. Yeah, yeah. That is what it is. So they kind of. The like body are, is the outfit this summer. Period. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you got like blasted out of your chair. <laughs> Like five seconds in, I'm already like shocked at the insights. No, because I was just thinking like when he said that, the past like five summers raced through my mind being like, I feel like body is the fashion of the 2010s in a way, sort of. Mm. With like social media, everyone's just being naked all the time. Yeah. The gay guys wearing the wife respecters. Mm -hmm. So this weekend, something happened. Um, There was like a, a holiday for a certain amount of people for a specific group. (laughs) <laughs> cocking my head <laughs> yeah who could you be referring to pride happened and the gays were out without clothes i'm assuming i wasn't there i didn't see anything did it happen to you no. <laughs> did it happen towards you in montreal no it didn't happen around me nor towards me not it, nor in me that's for sure <laughs> uh yeah nothing happened here either oh, really? i thought it would no the parade is say with me 
online. <laughs> shut your mouth. No, shut up. I, I honestly, I can't, I can't talk about it. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess there's just nothing happened due to COVID, right, right? Because I thought Toronto usually shares pride dates with America. Yes, it's yeah. true. Yeah. With America. Yeah, that would have been the weekend, this past weekend, but no. Instead, I got my Moderna Vax mm-hmm. on the Friday and was knocked dead yeah, until really actually the end of the weekend, Monday. <laughs> That's a fun way to be proud. <laughs> Fucking killed me. Yeah. Total knockout. But yeah, get your Vax, I guess. Yeah, get your Vax. Like, what were the symptoms, though? I'm trying to get prepared. Yeah, you'll get yours soon. Well, I was I was Pfizer first, and I was honestly fine after that. Maybe a bit tired. I kind of forget. But I know the second one is supposed to be stronger regardless of the brand. It is, yeah. but especially Moderna is supposed to be... The, since the beginning, I've heard that. But um, yeah, so I got it at 7 p.m. on Friday. So like maybe Thanks. my experiences are kind of weird because of that, like the timeline. But all of Saturday, I was totally fucked up, like exhausted, fever... Um, bone aches like my lower back was killing me like I couldn't really move I couldn't open a Tylenol bottle it was crazy are you joking oh my god like my hands were kind of numb like I was just like so feverish that I couldn't really do anything Um, and then I finally saw some people including Andy on Sunday oh you saw Andy yesterday I saw Andy yesterday what did you do Um, we went to a park and that's kind of it Trinity Christy? No, a different one. I, I honestly couldn't tell you the name. A small one. Christy Armpits. Christy Armpits. No, it was, yeah, it was cute. That's cute. And then today, which we're recording on Monday, I'm finally feeling better. Maybe a little tired, but like my body feels fine for yeah. once. But I like missed a rave on the weekend on Saturday night. I'm like. Whatever. It's probably for the best. I was like spiraling about it, but yeah, whatever. You're right. Yeah. No, the night off, I'm sure it's like, well, I did the same thing. But stupidly, I did go out on Friday. On Friday, I wasn't feeling great, but it, like it was fine. And then my friend mm-hmm. texted me that Isabella Love Story, who we've reviewed in the podcast, was performing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "It's at seven. I was like, "Okay, if it's at a seven thing, I'll be I'll be done by eight. I'll be home by nine. <laughs> totally fine." Fast Wishful. forward to like three a.m. and I'm still up. Yeah. And I went out and like... With a throbbing ankle. With a throbbing ankle, yeah. Well, a lot of the night I spent sitting down because I purposely was, you guys, you know I can't. But after three after three to five, even maybe six white claws, I completely forgot about it. And I just like, <laughs> we went to a house party and I didn't dance, but I did like stand for a while. And when you're like <sighs> at a house party, you're like swaying around a bit. There was like a DJ, so I had yeah. to like at least sway around a bit. I couldn't just stand there. Yeah. That's cute. I'm guessing so, Isabella was at the house party. Yeah. Very was. fun. See, that's yeah. the magic of Montreal. Yeah. It felt like the first time, and everyone was saying, it felt like the first time since COVID that it felt post-COVID or pre-COVID, whatever you want to. Like, it really felt like the normal world for once, yeah. I'm nodding, yes, totally. Yeah. It sounds that way. I mean, just like the little coincidences that happen. Yeah. And like you know? people running into each other and just like, Starting with like a group of five people that ended up being like a group of 10, but sort of everyone somehow knows each other a bit. Yeah. yeah. House party. That's what I've been wanting this whole time. That's like the only thing I've missed. You should throw one. Throughout COVID is house parties. So happy for you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, my ankle hurts. Right. But you screwed yeah. up your ankle further. 
Worth it, I'd say. You think so? Well, it's much better today. Yesterday, I was really mad at myself because I could barely walk. But yeah, I believe we promised the listeners that we would be in the same city for this episode. But yeah, needless to say, the ankle kind of threw a wrench in things. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I actually didn't come because if that happened from one night of a relatively yeah. mild night out, I can't imagine what a weekend would have done to my ankle. And yeah, you're not going to like stay at home in a new in a different city. Like you're going to no, be out the whole time. Yeah. And you push yourself. You get those steps in when you're in a new city. <laughs> but um, yeah, all I've been doing for the past like three, four weeks is go to parks with friends. I've been like meeting some new people. Yeah, you've been going out so much. I've been going out a lot, but like the lack of club situation is very like, it's giving Amish. <laughs> it's giving, it's giving <laughs> Mennonite <Amish>. vibes. <laughs> The I park, like go sit yeah. in the field. <laughs> it, it is giving me like impressionist painting of people just sitting at the park <laughs> with a little picnic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like not even drinking, just like kind of sitting and looking at nature. That's so pure though, but we're not that. That's not our vibe. Definitely pure. Yeah, definitely yeah. pure. It's very Lord Solar Power. <laughs> yeah, Solar Power. <laughs> me trying to bring in all the topics that we missed through the last few yeah, weeks. Yes. Oh my God, the list of topics, dare I say, not even that many. <laughs> it's actually not, not that a ton many happened. Many. There was one week where we took off that I was like, fuck, this was the week to not take off. I think was it was that a Lord, Lord week? week. Yeah. Yeah, Lord Week. Yeah. Lord as week. it's famously known. A, sh- a ton of shit happened that week. And Lord was like, broke the internet a bit. Mm-hmm. But that's the vibe. Yeah, like literally hanging at a park without really being able to, taking like a fake. A, a fake toke from like a, what was like, what was she smoking from? It wasn't an apple, but it was some sort of vegetable that she was smoking weed of in the music video. Who? Lord. Wow, that is earthy. She's smoking weed out of a fruit? <laughs> yeah. It's, not, it's like a vegetable, but I don't know what it is. Okay, a vegetable. Or maybe it's not. I don't know. It looks like one. It's a fennel bong. A what? Fennel bong. Fennel bong? That's what Sasha Stromach is screaming is alleging on twitter i don't i don't know what that is what's a fennel bong it's like a fennel you know fennel oh yeah i do okay fennel you know, you know bongs so it's like the root of fennel like the bulb or something it seems like it i could literally watch this video but i just don't feel she's like definitely smoking, so we should move on <laughs> she's definitely smoking out of a root and it does root, look okay. like fennel i don't think i can say i've ever cooked with fennel but no, so i don't know what it me. looks like yeah, that looks, yeah, she's looking at a fennel. Okay, I'm really happy for her. That is giving solar power in many ways. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's giving 2021 summer. Um, but yeah, the song is funny. I don't really care for it. It's fine. Everyone's already said everything about it. Okay, what's the summary of like what people have said about it? Solar power? Yeah. Jack Antonoff, essentially. Everyone's hating on Jack Antonoff, yeah. Yeah, jacking Antonov. Jacking Antonov. 2021 is the year where he gets karmic retribution, for mm. sure. Everyone hated mm-hmm. seeing Vincent. Not everyone hated Vincent, but certain circles didn't like the album. Yeah. Everyone hated this Lord thing, so. So 2022, his comeback? <laughs> exactly. We'll be obsessed. He'll like produce Azealia Banks or something. Oh and my like, God, can you imagine? Something will switch. <laughs> well okay we could talk about music i guess unless you want to talk about vibes some more <laughs> some more vibes what is the vibe for the summer well my vibe for the summer is at home with my cane no <laughs> very not that very secluded and being a hermit and 
Those are the vibes. Having boyfriend, having air conditioning. Yes. Yeah, we get it. We get it. <laughs> but not having <laughs> a working angle. That's the worst thing that could happen. A working angle, yeah. That would help. Yeah, I don't have any more vibes to report on. I've got no more vibes. Yeah, okay. Listener, let us know what your vibes are. I had a crazy weekend, actually. But this is not a vibe report. And I don't even know if the listener okay. cares. But So after Friday, I went out on Saturday... I took mm-hmm. the biggest amount of edibles that I've taken in my life. And you know, I smoke fairly often, so I should have a high tolerance, but I was knocked out <laughs> for a whole day until yesterday. And I watched a movie on, on weed, which we were discussing earlier. A great movie to watch Stone, though. Oh, wow. The Dasha This film. sounds like a segue. Yeah. The Scary of 69th. 61st. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> the Scary of 420th. <laughs> Yeah, that's it was giving me very much that. <laughs> so we're going to talk about this movie then, are we? Film podcast. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't know if I would have watched this film, which is called The Scary of 61st. It won an award in Berlin at the film festival there. Yeah. It stars none other than Dasha yes. from the podcast Red Scare, which like any and any podcast listener is probably aware of certainly the discord is aware of i yeah. i created a scary of 61st channel and it's popping for spoilers and stuff because it's just a topic like the movie leaked right which is probably the best marketing any movie could possibly get ultimately so there's a mega.nz link in the discord if you're interested <laughs> yeah. but, if you're a cop don't go look yeah no cops <laughs> a pride but uh, <laughs> I definitely click Nor that my Discord. <laughs> I, I I was wondering earlier though, the audience isn't going to be very big, right? It's indie. It's not like um, she's not huge, and I wonder if it's like not doing her any services that anyone who's interested kind of already watched it this weekend with the leak. Like no one's going to go out of their way now to rent it or buy it. I'm certainly not. I think you might be wrong there. I think I'm so, wrong. Okay, listener, the plot is, um, it revolves around essentially Jeffrey Epstein's old apartment in mm. um, the Upper West Side, I think. Something 61. Something like that. And anyways, it's like haunted, essentially. Um, there's possessions. It's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And the thing about horror movies is that they're cheap to make. You're right. People yeah. be watching them. <laughs> People be going to theaters to watch them. Horror movies is a lot like the country of the film industry, the country music of the film industry. They're like, no one really respects them. They're like lowbrow, but everyone's purchasing them. Yeah, exactly. And to be fair, it leaked, but it didn't leak in high quality. Like it looked like shit, kind of still. Yeah, I love it. It's like a two gigabyte file. That's pretty good. Yeah, it should have been better. Hmm. But I think the size doesn't actually mean that much. I think it was the grain of the film. Right, because it was shot on 16 millimeter. So it was like sometimes. Which we're not used to anymore. We're like used to like digital now. Yeah. It's true. It was sometimes fully out of focus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I will say that I love the look of film, especially because everything nowadays is digital. And I do appreciate that. And I do think the film itself, the six, Scary 61st, what it had on its side was the look. I think it looked beautiful mm-hmm. a lot you of think? the time. Yeah. A lot of the, the shots were like. Because it was horror, she was allowed to like do crazy shit that I think ended up working like pretty cool. Right. So Dasha directed, she co-starred. She wrote. She wrote it too. Okay, yeah. She, I think she co-wrote with the with the actress who plays uh, Noelle, Madeline something. Is that um, redhead or brunette? Brunette. 
So there's two roommates who like move into this apartment and there's a redhead and brunette. Um, mm-hmm. The brunette I did not like. I think um, that's a consensus on the Discord and I completely agree. I feel like the performance was just so off. So wooden, like just fully reading a script vibe. Yeah, Literally, sure. yeah. It seemed so amateur. I think her problem was also one of characterization. Like she was allegedly at the beginning, like the bitchy one of the film, at least compared to the blonde roommate. But then Dasha mm-hmm. comes in and she's like much better at being a bitch. Yeah. So the other character is like lost in the middle of like a bit bitchy, but not enough. And that makes her performance just so off. It really didn't work for me at all either. It's true. Yeah. Another problem I had was like the way Dasha enters is like she knocks on the door a couple times. Oh, yeah. And then like suddenly she's a main character. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's very horror movie that you just kind of have to let go of any like. That's the thing. Reality I really had principle. trouble letting go of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I needed, like, one more scene of, like, why she was suddenly there all the time. Especially out best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why she was, like, accepted so much into their circle. Yeah. Yeah. There's a scene missing there, in my opinion, but... I think you might be right, because there is, like... it. It's, like, the, the, we first see her when she's, like, knocking the door, yeah, and then there's, like, a really spooky zoom-in to her face, and then, like, cuts which is such a classic horror bio, like, oh, she's important, or oh, she's going to be scary. Yeah, yeah, and then the next yeah. time you see her, she's already, like, fully vibing with... Uh, like besties. Yeah. <laughs> oomphs. Yeah, she's oomphs. oomphs. Instantly. <laughs> she's oomphs with the ghost of Jeff Fariah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I liked it quite a bit, um, honestly. I think that it was, like, it did what it had to do. What it was like, it did said, what it needed to be done. <laughs> it like so it did what it set out to do, um, and in a way, it made me think. Like my takeaway was like, Dasha should quit Red Scare. She and won't devote herself stupid, to filmmaking because the thing that she's allowed to do with filmmaking, like here's the thing, Red Scare. There's haters and there's lovers, but the thing about Red Scare is that it's never been about the nuanced opinion. It's about the vibes. The girls are like good at having mm-hmm. taste and creating a vibe. And in films, you can really do that. You don't you don't need to like have a coherent argument about Epstein. And she doesn't. Literally, right. it's all a joke. But because she's so good at vibes, she knows how to like make it feel and look cool in a way that I feel yeah. like because she's so tapped into like an actual cool scene. There's not many directors out there who have the coolness to make a movie like this one. It felt unique that way because yes. it's really the voice of someone who's like actually cool in real life whereas nowadays a lot of filmmakers are just careers careers like boring assholes so it really felt cool that way i liked it it definitely seems like no one else could have made it yeah or at least it wouldn't have been the same and i think i understood in the end dasha's obsession with jeffrey epstein Mm -hmm. because i've like i've I've kind of never really cared honestly it's just like me either i just don't i don't know i guess i didn't really get it and maybe that's because I don't listen to Red Scare, but it's clear to me after watching The Scary of 61st that the issue or like the the lightning point, is that a thing? <laughs> Sorry, I haven't podcasted in a while. Um, the reason they care about Jeffrey Epstein is because he symbolizes like this type of power mm. that is actually kind of leading to the downfall of America. Like Mm -hmm. that is kind of what I got from the movie in the end after all that. Totally. Yeah. And, um, and really the only parts of that 
that led me to understand that were like the research segments where they're like kind of vivancy and like <laughs> kind of <laughs> zooming in on Google Maps and like all that shit. Yeah, kind of. They're like a mad vivance. Fully vivance water. <laughs> I loved that. Um, I feel like I got the point of the movie fairly early on, to be fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's spotty. What can you say? It's, it's just, very It's spotty. a bit of a mess, but... No, and I think you're right. But it's ex- it's exciting enough that, like, I don't really care. Totally, exactly. Like, exactly. I just haven't seen a movie like that in a while. Like, people in the Discord were saying over and over again that it really felt indie, and, like, nothing's felt indie in a while. Mm-hmm. And it's true. It's like, I mean, some people call it kind of like an art school film in a derogatory way, obviously. Right. In a bitchy way. Yeah. And it is, kind of. It's like a first film. But... It's something new. It's like, something new and interesting. Listen, yeah. the pandemic just ended. Like, we do want something a little bit different, I think. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, I think it was filmed for pandemic. But yeah, you're right. It feels like a new voice in filmmaking. I think that's, like, very commendable. But you're right that it feels very first feature and, like, art school It's, I like, I remember reading one review when it came out in Berlinale. And people just mm-hmm. kept praising the fact that it, it like knows its references really well. Hmm. So I think in that way, it's what allowed it to have like critical acclaim is the fact that it's like a student of film making a film, knowing all like basically like, like she's not reinventing the wheel, but she is kind of just like, no, like she knows what she's doing from watching a lot of movies and she's kind of like emulating that a bit. And you can right. see that. Like the final, the letter at the end. Oh, Eyes yeah. wide shut. Oh yeah. Yeah. To be, I don't really care about like references in some ways. Yeah, me either. I couldn't really catch any specific. To me, the whole thing felt a lot like, have you watched Queen of Earth? No. It's a movie that was on Netflix a few years ago. It's from 2015. And it's very similar in that it's like sort of horror, sort of like mumblecore-ish, like naturalistic dialogue. And mm-hmm. very much like feels and looks like a 70s horror movie. I feel like this movie is takes a lot from Queen of Earth. Um by Alex Rosberry, who I know is sort of in the same circles because they follow each other on, I was stalking him, they follow each other on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I do think, however, after praising it, mm-hmm. that... We've done a bit of both. We've been really balanced so Yeah, far. yeah. <laughs> I do, but like my main issue with it is just like, it doesn't work as a horror movie. Like, it's too too absurd. Right. It almost should just be a comedy. It should have been funnier. There's like an issue with dialogue that we haven't addressed. Yet. Oh yeah. That's the main issue. But before we get to that, I think there was a overall issue with me that because it's both horror and sort of comedy, it doesn't really get mm. fully into either. And like what you were saying, it's you have to suspend your disbelief a bit too much. Too much. And at a certain point I wasn't caring at all about the horror aspect of it. Like I wasn't same on the edge of my seat being like, Oh my God, are they going to die? Oh my God, what's going to happen? I was just following along in this like Dasha Nekrasova universe, which was, she was really good at like making, but there was no really like horror suspense or scare, scary things to it. Yeah. 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 I almost feel like the roommates and it should have died within the first half hour because it ended <laughs> up being all about Dasha anyway. Yeah. Like <laughs> True. At least kill the yeah. bad actress roommate. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Kill the gay guy. The, I mean, not the gay guy. The straight guy who she keeps calling the F word. Oh my God. Yeah, she says faggot twice. And she felt it. She was saying that from the bottom of her diaphragm. Yeah. Like she was really just like from her loin saying like, fucking faggot Greg, hurry faggot. up. 
good. Yeah, some of the comedy worked. Some of it wasn't enough. Some of it was actually pretty bad. Yeah, some of the lines were like, "You guys, no, this is funny." Really, in like a conversation between humans, but this is just not the dialogue. Yeah, they're like the 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 like speaking parts were throughout the worst part of the movie for sure. The worst by far, and I think there's less speaking in the second half, which maybe makes it go down easier, mm-hmm. but also. The dialogue that leads up to it makes you not actually care about what's happening. So <laughs> there's a ton of flaws. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Um, one of the quotes I, t- I um, posted in oh, the Discord please. is, Anglophilia is one thing, but pedophilia? <laughs> 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 like that That stood out to me as bad. Yeah. It did remember, not go down easy. Fuck, I can't remember what they're discussing. Oh yeah, when they're discussing Greg or something, right at the beginning of the film, the boyfriend. and she says the R word. Yeah. That conversation, there was a moment where I can't fuck, I wish I remember what it was, but it was something really stupid. Like, because she tries to mix in just a tiny bit of like social commentary. So her characters end up speaking like a Twitter account sometimes. Like, their voice is so unnatural to what a conversation would be because they're just speaking in takes. Yeah. Yeah. That's especially the beginning happens a lot, but then it gets better. Everything was, yeah, a little off, but there's something <laughs> yeah. exciting about Everything's that, I think. A bit off. Okay, okay, but what did you think? Because did you see over the weekend the, um, there was a clip that went viral? It's Of the movie? Anna Kay, <laughs> Ghislaine, I'm guessing. As Glenn Maxwell, yeah. The look behind, the look over the shoulder. What did you think of that? Because everyone was dragging it. Everyone was dragging it, but I thought that was one of the most genius moments of... One of the strongest parts yeah. of the movie, yeah. The strongest I thought scene. it was hilarious for her to bring to bring Anna as Ghislaine Maxwell. I think that was so hilarious. I think and yet so underused. Funny. Like, why does that matter? Like, I know. Why yeah. does she matter? I think I think it's just to show how the characters are going insane and like a random woman. They see oh. Ghislaine everywhere and like a random woman. I think. Okay. But then also no, but I guess the letter at the end makes you believe that they're not actually insane. It was actually happening. Right. So maybe it is Glane. I don't know. It's a bit ambiguous, I guess, is the point of it. I mean, fully am- ambiguous. Yeah, fully like ambiguous. no ending, essentially. <laughs> 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 but I thought it was really funny. Just like the, like literally like tapping into her, like who she is outside of the movie and like making the little joke with uh, Anna Kachin. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. And people were being unfair on Twitter because they really did. That's the thing. The movie is absurd. It's so ridiculous. Like the acting, if you isolate it, looks like a bad soap opera from the 70s. But that's kind of the point because it works within the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the close-ups of like women hysterically screaming, hands over their face. Yeah. I kind of like that vibe. So you can't isolate that one scene because everyone was criticizing me. Like this sounds like, this looks like Law and Order or whatever. It's like, yeah, in isolation. That's a a great reference. (laughs) The like washed out colors too. Yeah. yeah, It did have a washed out look a bit. It did a bit. Yeah. I thought that was a mistake. And I thought like the sound mix was fucked up too. But then I realized that it was, I mean, I don't know what leaked, if the mm. final cut leaked oh, or not, true, true, but I'm true. guessing, I mean, a final cut would have to exist if it won an award. I think it's know? probably the final cut, yeah. Because it's what, probably the final cut. What must have happened was that they sent, they finally sent to critics and then one of them leaked it or something like that. I don't know what else could have happened, yeah. For like upvotes on Reddit, yeah. yeah that's yeah. why they leaked it. <laughs> I hope that's, they're happy. That's currency nowadays, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I know Reddit is just bottom feeders, but sometimes they have really good threads. That's one of the lines in the movie. 
Oh my god. Because like no one says that in real life. No one says like I know bot like I don't know. Maybe people do use bottom feeders in normal conversation, but <laughs> I just don't. See I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Not like that. People just don't say it like that. A girl tried to swim to escape, and Ghislaine went after her on a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> the lines are just too good, like too not too good, but too like a human wouldn't say that. They're too like precisely written. But if they were all like that, it really would have been funny. That yeah, would have yeah, been camp. Yeah, yeah it exactly. Just, it just yeah. wasn't camp. You no, know? I think. I think that's a main mistake. She should have just made a gay-ass, camp-ass horror movie where the horror was just secondary. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the gore was, like, realistic to me. Like, I'm a sucker for gore. Like, I hate it. Oh, yeah? You hate I it? can't really stand it. So, to me, like, the scary stuff... Did you look away? ...seemed scary enough. Yeah, I looked away. I mean, yeah, I looked at my phone, you know? <laughs> I don't really watch horror movies. I don't mind the blood because it looked fake, but it always does. Anyway, so that was the scary of 61st Street. She looked great too, by the way, I thought. She always looks great, yeah. She always had like a brown blazer throughout the movie, sort of. Oh yeah, it was kind of like, wasn't it like a pantsuit type vibe? Like a skirt, yeah, I think it was a skirt. Because anyway. she was supposed to be like a little bit older, I think, I'm guessing. Maybe it's a reference to Hillary Clinton. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> honestly though. <laughs> Yeah, that that also didn't work to me. That or like maybe it wasn't a mistake, but it, I feel like Dasha enters the movie playing an older, like real estate agent, yeah, and then immediately and switches into just like a normal person. Yeah, yeah just like <laughs> just be a bohemian layabout. Yeah, like it's what you are. Just do it. Holocaust singles goes to the cinema. <laughs> we wish. Up next, what should we watch next? Um, Princess Diaries. <laughs> Trolls World Tour. <laughs> Trolls World Tour. <laughs> okay, what should we talk about, Juan? Listener, what should we talk about? Listener, tell us. <laughs> oh, Dojo Cat, you say? <laughs> uh, good point. <laughs> yeah, okay, we could talk about Dojo Cat's album, Planet Her. Planet She. Would you say it's made a splash? I feel like people don't care but it probably doesn't matter it'll stream really well anyway did it make a splash um i did see people talking about it on social media honestly like people were checking for it for sure on social media yeah i saw twitter okay twitter i it's a hard question i don't know i don't know if people care enough i think people do care like in the grand scheme of things or like compared to other releases i think people cared quite a bit about doja cat yeah good point yes yeah, but I do think to that question, there was something off about the rollout. Hmm. I know that in paper it wasn't. I know that on paper she did the classic two singles, release, album, and then on the day of release, another single, the the weekend one. I know the ZZA song has done pretty okay on the charts, but something about it to me just feels like it didn't make the splash that... I felt maybe I just had expectations of Doja Cat. Just I think I thought of it. This was going to be the album because Hot Pink, Hot Pink was essentially a collection of singles. You know, like we interacted with that album not as an album, but as like as the singles rolled rolled on. Like, mm-hmm. so it really felt like this one specifically because it was like advertised beforehand as being like a, a bit of a concept album with the planet and like space, the space themes. I really mm-hmm. thought this was going to be like Doja's moment of like album this is doja's like album kind of a bit like future nostalgia vibes you know 
Right. I'm not saying that she was going to come out with like a Fiona Apple album of the year kind of vibe, but I really thought that this was the moment where like a Doja album was going to be recognized for the album, not so much the singles. Mm-hmm. But I just haven't really seen that happening really in the critical discourse of it. No. No. And I mean, even just listening to it, it is far more subdued than even the reviews implied to totally. me. Very bizarre. But then when you hear the singles again, it's like, oh, obviously, this is an R&B album, you know? Like, so, yeah. They didn't click on the time. Yeah, we should have seen it coming, for sure. So, yeah. Summary is, listener, Joshi and I agree on this very basic point that the album is primarily an R&B album. Yeah. Much more understated than we, than we both expected the Do- a Doja Cat release to be. Because even Hot Pink has songs that are, like, super in your face. Mm-hmm. and different like bottom bitch is such a crazy song and i don't know love that was, song yeah there was more like energizing and like extra moments this is very much something that you play beginning to end and like fuck while you're fucking or like i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. it is background music yeah. fully yeah. there's not even like a pop punk edge to it which yeah. is what we would expect to be yeah. honest but i guess she's kind of over that already she kind of was the one of the first ones to she was kind of one of the first yeah. so it is a compliment when i say that you compared it to an album that came out last year. What album is that? I compared it to Positions by Ariana Grande. And I think I'm right. Like I think it's a fair comparison, yeah. It's shockingly subdued R&B, mm-hmm. which is something I like. It's not a drag. It's just like a... Yeah, but it's also surprisingly trap-oriented in production, mm-hmm. which seems dated. And vocal sometimes. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's it's um it's not exactly a trendy album, which is really unexpected from Doja. Yeah, totally. She's like the queen of hopping on trends, or like not the queen, but right now, if there's anyone in pop music who's like doing that, it's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree with what you were saying. I think I think it's like understated R and B, sort of backgrounding music, uh, for better and for worse. I do think that a lot of it is super samey, and like. Essentially, my main qualm with the album is that there's no risks being taken at all. There's yeah. finally one risk on this track list. And I I can't. Yeah, and you can't. You know what is actually the the biggest risk is mm-hmm. like the one with Eve, which is on the brand new mm-hmm. deluxe edition. It just like sounds like an old Eve song. It sounds like, yeah. But then like none of them bring anything to the table. So it just like <laughs> is as it's as background music as the rest of the album. It's a bit like that Gwen Stefani and Eve song, but worse you know what i've been listening to um mm. that eve and alicia keys song gangsta lovin oh, now that song is jam-packed with energy right that song's fucking amazing but yeah. let me blow your mind it's in jam-packed with energy but it's a classic of like yeah. mid-tempo music and she's inspired by that i guess i was like i was talking to james about um planet her by doja cat mm-hmm. and he was like loving it on friday and mm-hmm. i was like okay i swear i listened to it didn't listen for a few days Got back to him. I was like, okay, what are your thoughts? And he was like, I'm not kind of tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But um, on Sunday, like I said, the deluxe edition came out with like an extended cut of the weekend feature, which I didn't need. We didn't, no one asked for that, yeah. The Eve song, a song with Gunna. Oh, yeah. I don't know. My favorites are actually the last... Of the last three, Imagine and Alone, I really like. Alone is really fucking good. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Alone and to the me, production is a bit different than the rest. If I'm remembering correctly, it's kind of 
it's got like an R and B with guitar vibe, positions, which vibes. I always compare to Craig David, which I compared mm. to Positions exactly okay, see, back see. in the day. Yeah. So that's why I liked Positions so much. Um, the only person in the world who liked Positions, <laughs> the song, because it reminded me of like a UK garage kind of throwback jam, you know. Right. Yeah. And I get that from Alone too. I, I think Alone is for sure one of my top three. I actually, speaking of Positions, love the ariana grande feature oh i don't do drugs i don't do drugs i've literally been listening to it on repeat i just it really works for me um i love ari doing like better 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 it's like seven rings kind of vibes oh my god yeah the, the trap the trap ariana grande yeah um, voice I love it, but I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and claim that it's like groundbreaking or like the best song of its kind, but I do think they, they both work really great. Ariana Grande to me, and I always say it just has such a fucking beautiful voice. You can go in a studio and say the word faggot and she has, and she will. Yeah. And I just find it so pleasing. <laughs> Faggots, let me hear you make some noise. <laughs> and we are. Um, and Doja stands her on ground against, not against, they're not competing, but you know what I mean? Like right next to Ariana, she doesn't sound like bad no because she's singing a lot on this album doja yeah she's a chameleon she can sound like anything she wants to mm -hmm. and i think that's partly why the album took this direction maybe because she was trying to be like okay i'm gonna do a singer's album i'm mm -hmm. not gonna do like a rap album because there's really not that much rap no i guess the young thug track which is also one of my favorites because it just sounds like i mean it sounds dated it sounds like trap from when young thug was at his peak hmm just like people also like get into it yeah i was gonna say then the one after that which probably should have been the one with ariana but yeah <laughs> i know well she mentions ariana in it she says like you're like ariana that also i really like also sounds like trappy like those two songs are probably like together more trappy and then the rest is more r&b-ish but she's right. really singing a lot in this album, which I really like. I feel like she's really aiming to be like a big pop star now. She's no mm -hmm. longer happy with being a female rapper. She wants to be a big pop star. But I think she needed a bigger album to really achieve that. This is not big enough for that. It's not really. I mean, it's not pop really. Yeah, you're right. It's R&B. Yeah. It's just not rap, which yeah. maybe makes it a little bit more pop. But I yeah. don't know. It's just that she's singing. It's that she's singing. So right. I think pop, but you're right. It's R&B. Um, 7.8 on Pitchfork, mm -hmm. which is like, Classic. I feel like I could say that about any album, but <laughs> yeah, it would be true. Especially like a pop album. I'm pretty sure Positions was literally that. Pro we should find out right yeah, now. Find yeah, find I feel like 7.8 is exactly precisely what this album deserves. It's 7.4. That's what Positions got. Oh, so really? It got higher, <laughs> which is actually nuts. I don't know. I just don't see this. I don't think it's bad enough to give it any less because I think musician, the musicianship in it is pretty good. Like these are really pleasant R&B songs to listen to. If they don't like, they don't make a big impact. They're not like groundbreaking, but they're good yeah. music, like well-made, like high production value music. I listened, yeah. I was listening to Slater right after this. And I was like, right, this is the difference between Slater and Doja Cat. Doja Cat mm. sounds so seamless and like, polished because it's like big label music you know mm -hmm. and it gives me that pretty well so i commend it for that 
I would argue the Slater album, which I guess we haven't talked about. No, you talked about it with James. Right, yeah. yeah. That album woke me up more than the Doja album did. Oh, for sure. I feel Energy I, I like need yeah. I like need something different to care these days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I guess I would argue that's why I cared about Scary of 61st in the end. It's because it wasn't just like an indie horror movie. It was like kind of bad. <laughs> it was like kind of bad, but like equally kind of good, which yeah. um, you don't really get all the time. Yeah. Like you don't get movies that like you sometimes can't hear the dialogue very well these days. Like <laughs> yeah, right. you don't like, you don't get <laughs> fucked up shit anymore, you know? <laughs> no, totally. Like actually like you can, you can't see the rough edges of stuff anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And yes. I mean, Slater is definitely better at that. I think Slater's a better album, which is more interesting in general. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we said it. Yeah, I think just Doja, I think the musician, not even musician, but like the production is like way more polished. Mm-hmm. So that's like a, I'll give it that mm-hmm. rose. I'll give it that compliment, but. That rose. <laughs> My main issue with the album though, the one thing that I think is like a missed opportunity is like, where's the space? Where, what, what am I? <laughs> I, I thought know. this was like a, a, a trip to the, just like outer space. Honey, I'm like, don't you feel gaslit by that? Yeah, I'm squarely in Montreal still. Honey, I haven't, I'm like <laughs> deeper in the core of the earth than I was before. I'm not in outer space at all. The cover art is beautiful and it's like vaguely iridescent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> vaguely. I mean, and the videos were all like, interplanetary that was a whole it's lot. the visuals yeah it's i guess visuals. it was just the visuals i am not okay with that i think that's stupid don't promise something Doja's too big to fail she's like she's too big to actually have a concept album that could flop she's you know? like the bank of america of pop stars we can't bail her out we can't afford it <laughs> we so she needs to succeed. <laughs> but that's the thing see i kind of disagree with that because in my opinion Doja's still like a rising star she's not yeah. really cemented herself to be fucking around like this. Like Ariana, yeah. I've talked shit about her on the pod before, but she has years and years and albums and albums uh, behind her for her to be able to do positions. Mm-hmm. Doja doesn't have that. Doja has hot pink. Amala no one paid attention to. <laughs> but me. <laughs> I just wish it was bigger. Yeah, exactly. And that's why it's so baffling the way the reviews are talking about planet mm-hmm. her i really want to read this one paragraph yeah, bear with me it's a little bit long it's from the pitchfork review planet her is a kaleidoscope of pop versatility that benefits greatly from a market that currently values eclecticism okay, okay fine it feels both <laughs> premeditated and casual well crafted yet trenchantly frivolous we're talking about r&b like are we talking about the same album yeah. i don't get it there's like no theme it's just r&b <laughs> All of Doja's music, from her early SoundCloud offerings to 2019's Hot Pink, is perfunctory and unpretentious. I think that's true. Perfunctory, that's true, yeah. Whether it's her lackadaisical enunciation or carefree lyrical quips, this is a fucking obstacle course of a sentence. Literally, yeah. She doesn't need to recapitulate to retro aesthetics as gimmick. Bracket, Miley Cyrus and Dua Lipa. That's so shady. Shots fucking Out of nowhere. That's one point. Two, she doesn't need to eschew long-term replay value in favor of chasing TikTok hits. Brackets Megan the Stallion. Oh, honey. Well, also brackets Doja fucking cat. That's all she did yeah, in 2020. Moo. Yeah, exactly. Or Moo, yeah. 
or attempt to outdiva her peers by misguidedly channeling her efforts into sentimental ballads no one wants to hear. Is there a parenthesis there? Oh, I thought she was dragging. It doesn't. Else. Okay. So it drags oh, wow. Miley Cyrus, Dua Lipa, Megan Thee Stallion, and ballads as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> the existence of ballads, which includes Taylor Swift, Lana, Lana Del Rey. Absolutely. Dido. Okay. Wait, suddenly I'm getting into this review. Now that you put it like that. <laughs> Everyone but like Dido and Enya. No one else can do ballads. Enya can do ballads? Yes. <laughs> what about... Um, Crickets. What about Adele? <laughs> oh yeah, fine. What I'll about, allow it. What about Lana Del Rey? Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm asking. I don't have to care about ballads legally. I don't have to. But I want you to. I'm, I'm like forcing you. I want to force you to care. Maybe um one cold autumn evening with a cup of tea, <laughs> a hot potty. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so back to the quote that you read us. Mm-hmm. Perfunctory, sure. Music writers love the source. But I guess she's right about the retro thing. Sure, we'll give her that. It is true that a lot of pop stars were doing retro last year and Doja came mm-hmm. out with like pretty music of the moment. Although the trap seems a bit retro, but... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it does. It is. But it's re- so recently retro that it doesn't count as retro. It sounds, counts as someone like right. being late to a trend or something. Because this is like literally like from five years ago. It's not... Right. Mm. The album feels a little bit heavy production-wise. I don't know. Like uh, drummy? It's not that summery. It's not summery, no. It's definitely, I found it to be very drummy. Drummy. Like percussion heavy. The single Need to Know, I feel like, was totally misguided. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to think of I believe that was the second single. It's yeah. just a little, like, it's a little dark for um, the heat wave I'm currently living through. You're right. And the aesthetic of the album is dark because usually when it's like interplanetary stuff, it's dark because outer space is dark the absence of light it's definitely not it's definitely not a summer album but I don't think and yet and yeah i don't think it's trying to be you know what it really would have hit in this in the fall yeah yes yeah. that's when positions came out right i almost feel like this album could have even had a longer rollout like i wouldn't have minded if she had left need to know out and about for another month and then yeah. in say july august released a third single maybe the weekend one and then release the album in september or something i think fall would have been good positions sounded great in the fall Mm -hmm. i'm still spinning positions i still think it sounds good switching my positions for you interestingly planet her will not be hitting number one oh you don't projections oh shit it won't be tyler the creator has her beat by far it seems he is an album artist though so that makes sense he's a streaming artist too i mean obviously doja cat is too but but he comes out with albums and like they always do well because I remember he and Lana were competing for number one when she released Lust for Life. Um, yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh my and God. She, that's so of, of the moment. Mm-hmm. And of she the won. Time. She got the number one, her last number one, I think. So he's going to score his second number one. That's, we're going to not find out about that until like next week, I guess. I always forget how Billboard works. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's really confusing. But that's so interesting Tyler's biggest debut yet oh crazy so Doja Cat's gonna be competing against Olivia Rodrigo oh for for second place so we don't even know if Doja will get second place yet but 
I mean, so it's like you. fine, right? It doesn't really matter at the end of the day, obviously, but it's it's a bit shocking because this was like, like what I was saying earlier. I really thought this was Doja's effort to become solidified as like a main yeah. person in pop music. Yeah, the videos would lead you to believe that. Yeah, Personally, I loved the song Kiss Me More. Like, I I never stream it, it, but I love hearing it out. Mm -hmm. I love hearing Mm -hmm. it coming from a car, which has happened. I love hearing it at the store. Which has happened. It just sounds good. It, like, numbs me in that way that um, Say So kind of did too. Although I don't even like Say So that much. I like Kiss Me More better than Say So. Say So could have fit in this album a bit, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say to Doja. This is fine. I think, unfortunately, people will quickly forget about it, though. And I don't think it's a great career move for her to come out with such a forgettable album. But honestly, I remember so clearly when we rated, not rated, but we were in discussing Hot Pink. Mm -hmm. Neither of us foresaw the impact that that album was going to have in the year after that. We both really liked it. I remember... Because I used to be a Doja hater. I remember clearly when the podcast started, I used to hate how all her songs were so like Mimi. Mimi. Like Mimi. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like because this was like after Moo, after Tia Tamara, and after Juicy, which were all just like tracks that she sort of turned into memes after. Even Tia Tamara, I still don't like that song. I think it's so stupid. Um oh, I thought you you loved that song. No, I hate that song. I hate that song. That's like the one Doja song that I cannot stand. Oh my God, I yeah. could have sworn you loved it. No, I remember clearly saying on pod that I just don't like that song. I don't like Moo. Oh. Like Moo is fine. It sounds good in my ears, but it's just I just really didn't like that she was so gimmicky. Anyways, the point right. being that when Hard Pink came out and we had this discussion, I was like, oh, I really like her now. I take back everything I've said. This is a great album. But even then, we didn't expect it was going to be so huge. So maybe this will be huge too, but I doubt it. And we have no clue like which portions of a verse are going to go off on TikTok or like exactly. which slowed and reverbed type beat is going to, you know, whatever the fuck. Like literally, yeah, because it could be anything. Yeah, people on TikTok are always looking for a new clip mm-hmm. to like make content around mm-hmm. towards about. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously they're all going to listen by. to this and find something. I think the Eve the, the Eve song might, at least right. for like the the guitar riff in the background, you know. And I'm sure, like, RCA Records is working hard at sending influencers, like, PR packages that tell them, oh, have you tried listening to this 10-second clip on this song? Exactly. Yes. They're seeding. They're planting seeds of doubt. (laughs) (laughs) They're seeding. Agent of chaos. (laughs) So, yeah, we'll have to come back. But I do think that if this becomes huge, it's, like, fully, like, not payola, but definitely PR effort, because there's no hit on this album. I don't feel like there's a hit either, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we will be proven wrong, Mark. We will my words, be, yeah. but I mean, unless I mean anything <laughs> can be a hit nowadays because you just manufacture fucking hits. You don't even you just yeah, you just manufacture consent for everyone loves this track just because everyone keeps making the same fucking TikTok around it. Like the fact that driver's license, I didn't know that it was like a TikTok thing, but it is. Mm-hmm. It's a full on ballad. And the fact that even that is like a TikTok thing. Yeah. I didn't realize the kids were so creative. I thought they only liked dancing <laughs> on TikTok. No, they like being moody. They like um, heartbreak and right, being yeah. tortured. <laughs> Mentally tortured, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like Guantanamo. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's always like a silent film looking montage where like someone is like just mimicking everything. And then there's subtitles that explain you specifically every emotion that is coursing through their veins. 
And then the bridge of driver license hits and they, they fall on their bed. And yeah. Exactly. I mean, good for them, I guess. Everyone's the main protagonist, the main <laughs> character. Well, of course. I'm I'm the main character of my Twitter for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's Doja. That was um, thank you, Doja. I have had enough. I'm can you putting my, my foot down. Can you hear my coke? What is it? My diet coke with ice. I can absolutely hear that, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so hot in here. Oh my god. Josh is complaining, listener, because it's so hot. Me? Yeah, I'm, talk- I'm telling the listener. Oh, you were talking to the listener? No, 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 I just started now. I was on Twitter checking some drama. Okay, wait, you mentioned Olivia Rodrigo. Yes. Gen Z superstar. <laughs> um, She just got called out by Gen X superstar. Gen X superstar. They love. They kind of, I know, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to say talk. it. No. <laughs> say <just> it. <laughs> Impulsively wanted to say she's like the Gen X Corny, Gen Z Corny Lover. No, I want to get dragged for that one. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. The Gen Z Corny Love is really it. It would be someone like I don't know, Rico Nasty. I don't know why that just came to mind. Let's just go with that. Olivia Rodrigo, <laughs> as you just said. So the Gen X Olivia Rodrigo Corny Love is mad. Yeah. <laughs> is mad at Olivia Rodrigo. Why? Oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So Courtney Love um, is mad at Olivia for posting a photo of her, like holding a bouquet with um, smudged mascara, mm-hmm. sort of like a, the, like a prom queen. Mm-hmm. She has like a little tiara. And I guess that bears a resemblance to the album cover for Holes, Live Through This, mm-hmm. which has a similar costume and pose. So Courtney Love said, spot the difference, hashtag twinning. <laughs> And then um, got bitchier in further comments. Did you see Olivia reply? Yeah. Olivia was like, love you, live through this or something like that. Or like, love. Yeah, exactly. Live through this. It didn't really make sense. She said, love you and live through this so much. Rodrigo replied (laughs) to which love wrote back, Olivia, you're welcome. My favorite florist is Nutting Hill, London. DM me for deeds. I look forward to reading your note. Sort of like implying bitch send me flowers for using my image. I mean, just petty, yeah. <laughs> it's petty. I mean, it's Courtney Love, though, so I kind of stand her for it. Yeah. Oh, she kept going. She said, it was rude of her and Geffen not to ask myself or the photographer for permission. It's happened my whole career, so I don't care, but manners is manners. Seems like you do care, Courtney. I love you, Courtney, but this, you're making something out of nothing. It's definitely nothing, yeah. I'm actually sorry I brought it up. But you said <laughs> Olivia, so legally I'm obliged. <laughs> well, it's just... I don't know. I don't see... David Geffen has me by the balls here, I had to say it. Isn't he gay? Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, David Geffen's yacht, that term kind of rings a bell. Yeah, exactly, yeah. David Geffen's pool party, yeah. Good, David Geffen's me. private island. Mm-hmm. Black book. Okay, I'm making a lot of connections. His Boeing 747. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me like I'm 13. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It felt real and the island was so remote. <laughs> Okay, also that scene was really funny. Like the sex scene. Incredibly ridiculous. But yeah, I don't know. Courtney Love, she's kind of like a shitster. She's always doing shit like this. I remember a few years ago, she's like tied with Alana. And then a few years ago, Alana had like a photo shoot with 
It wasn't even a photo shoot. She did like a promotional campaign for her album. And then mm-hmm. her, the record label executive was there or something. And then Courtney commented something like, Lana, contacted, contact me now. Do you know that oh. dude is so, like something about, you know what that, did, that dude did to me? Oh, and I'm shit. sure they talked about it behind the scenes because they're still friends, but she's like just always checking on the younger generation and like yes. not even checking for like, oh, you're doing great by checking for like trying to like start shit up or something. I don't know. I do want Lana and Courtney to be friends. That seems, that seems mandatory to me. It seems fitting for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I um, love them. But as I, friends. I do think it's the only way to get headlines. I mean, I'm not saying anything new, but. I feel like she probably suffers from like a complex of like seeing, because I'm sure there's a lot of people who like have been influenced by her, but influence doesn't pay bills. So she probably absolutely suffers from like a complex of seeing like all these young women doing what she used to do. And she did it for not much because of the, I don't think whole was like, no, it wasn't like, they weren't huge. They were like more indie. No, the epitome of like influential, but not. Didn't bring in the money. Like, I'm yeah. sure they made no money from that. Yeah. It's and, I'm, and Courtney Love definitely is someone who doesn't get her flowers. Um, oh, in I literal and in the um, literal sense and in the figurative sense. Like, like she, uh, I think, influenced a lot of people, but she never gets talked about as being like, I don't know. People just don't like her at all. I feel like the general culture vibe is, is that I feel like men hate her because of Kurt Cobain. Mm. and back in the 90s men used to rule them like criticism so i feel like she never got even someone like lana got her deuce 10 years later you know got her optimist deuce yeah courtney never really got that so i feel like she's probably upset but she uh, she has a cult following people like courtney love so she should just like lean into that and leave fucking rodrigo alone (laughs) have you seen the video for good for you yeah it's cute, I guess. Peter Petra. Collins. Peter Collins. <laughs> Petracious Collins. <laughs> Petra- is she still dating Justin Thoreau? Petrocious. <laughs> Petrocious. Justine Thoreau <laughs> dumped um, Jennifer Aniston for Petrocious. <laughs> That's what the streets were saying. <laughs> I can't look Petrocious. I'm it. I am too. It's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, ha- I have AC actually, so I shouldn't. I shouldn't be losing it. I'm losing it. I'm done. Petrocious Collins, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> she is a Toronto success story. Let's talk about that. The there's two success stories in 2010s Canada: Pet- Petrocious okay. Collins and Claire Boucher. And that's the end of the list. End of list. And then the decade before was like Feist. The million mm-hmm. members of Broken Social Scene yeah. and, <laughs> and Metric. That really ignited the Toronto economy because it was like half of Toronto was in that band. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Metric had a had like a bit of a comeback recently because Black Sheep um, was on the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack and Brie Larson, who apparently is a queer icon that I missed. What? I missed that memo. No, we hate her. She covered it for the movie all those years ago, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But the soundtrack's back for like a 10th anniversary and they finally oh. released the Brie Larson version and it is great. It's a great cover of that metric song. And that was a missing link. I was missing a it's link. It's trending, baby. Because I saw you amongst other homosexuals commenting on that and I was like, why is everyone, did this movie come out 10 years ago? I think you'd be pleasantly surprised by her cover. I've seen uh, every single metric. one of her movies and I despise her specifically. Her face. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. 
Um, I would also suggest streaming the demo of Dead Disco on YouTube. That's my tip of the day. That's a metric song. Okay. That's real. That's real Toronto energy at its best. Um, so on that note, I've canceled the podcast and we're not releasing music anymore <laughs> or episodes. I mean, but I, I honestly think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. I will say this. Megan Fox posted a selfie recently with the caption, putting the B in LGBTQIA <laughs> for over two decades. Hashtag pride. And to that, I say cheers. To that, I say cheers. I'm putting cheers the R me. in... okay (laughs) putting the r in discord (laughs) since a few months ago (laughs) yeah good for her i love bisexuals i think she had already come out before though no i feel like i knew that about her what oh she's bi wait that's the point no she's putting the b oh i thought she meant like bitch like that bitch like 100 (laughs) that bitch no (laughs) i didn't know she was bi So she's into both genders. You're too brained by don't trust to be in apartment. (laughs) That's your brain. Literally. And like be strong, Bethany's charity. (laughs) Bitch strong. (laughs) Bitch strong. (laughs) Classic charity for bitches. What is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Don't trust the bisexual in apartment 23. (laughs) Honestly, would it work better? I'm always saying that. I'm always saying don't trust a bisexual in any apartment. <laughs> don't trust a pi- don't trust a pansexual. Period. I'm very much a behaviorist. I feel like labels should follow behavior. I mean, like behavior first, label second. Yeah. Yeah. Homos- I'm a homosexual because I have same se- <laughs> sex with people of the same gender. But the label comes after yeah. the sexual attraction. I think gay guys need a rebrand. <laughs> Maybe that's just what it is. Yeah. People hate gay guys. We all yeah, Gen Z hates really hate gay guys. Despise gay guys. Should we go? We could we just could be pan. We could be a pan podcast. We could oh the first pan cast. We could be the first <laughs> pan cast in existence. I don't think I've heard of any pan pan casts out there. <laughs> pan podcast. I don't think I've heard of any podcasts. Do you know how many gay podcasts are out there? I can name you like a thousand. I mean, right now too many. Every gay guy has three podcasts. <laughs> every gay guy has a friend, and every gay guy and their friends start a podcast once a week. Right now, I can hear I can hear a gay guy starting a podcast in the corner of my street. Yeah. <laughs> They're talking about Doja Cat. So, if we become the first podcast, mm. that's going to be our edge. Okay, I will change our iTunes categories <laughs> right now. <laughs> Riches await. Well, thank you, listener. Thanks for bearing with us. Thank you for allowing us to be gay guys. It's really not. It's really hard nowadays. It's beautiful for you, for us. Thank you for letting us do that. Yeah, here together, <laughs> outwardly, openly, towards you. Towards you. <laughs> Thank you for letting me be gay in your ear. <laughs> yeah. Both of your ear holes. It's brave and um, we'll never forget it. So from one pan guy to another. <laughs> from one pan guy to another. 
<laughs> from Stupid. one pan to another <laughs> pan. Thank you so much for listening to our pancast. We'll see you. We're back, so we'll see you soon again. Mm-hmm. Subscribe and- on Patreon for for us. Subscribe on Patreon <laughs> for more, and we'll be back. Just like my co-host said, bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, let's cut it now before we <laughs> keep going.